Sessions of Red Room. Uh, hope you're having a great day. Great week. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Bow, 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 bow. Fuck the Super Bowl. Um, uh, I don't, are you going to watch it, Ian? Uh, we will have it on, yeah. But I don't care about either teams whatsoever. I'm just watching it for the commercials. I want to see the Deadpool 3 trailer, um, the Sonic 3 trailer, and um, the halftime show, which is Usher, right? You know that you know they've already released all the commercials, right? Yeah, and the Sonic 3 trailer is already out. <laughs> the Sonic 3, I think there was just posters. No, nah, there's a trailer. I watched it. Yeah. But anyways, that voice you hear, that is, um, he's spooky, he's scary, and today he's not very hairy. Uh, he, um, well, you don't have any facial hair he's today. He's never hairy. Well, sometimes he has like the, the beard. He's extremely hairy from the waist down. It okay. is like, it is like they took a 14-year-old's uh, torso and put it on a 40-year-old dad's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. Was that a fart? What was it? It was a. It was a toilet closing. Right, carry on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. This is one of the worst openings we've ever had. Uh, he's All a right. ghost, and it's Ian with two E's. How you doing, Ian? Putting the hat on over the headset. Um, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm ready for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> ready. For the Super Bowl. You don't really care for what whatever team wins? No, I have no allegiance to either team. I really don't care. I don't I actually don't like either team. Oh, okay. So there's not one that you like less than the... You know, okay, no. you know, we're done talking no, no, no. about football. My dad would have tripped. He was actually 49ers. a Kansas City Chiefs fan and a 49ers fan because... He grew up in Kansas City. He used to rep that, and then he moved to California, got really into the Niners, and he used to rep both of them like almost simultaneously, depending Ooh. on the day. He wore the jerseys like every other day. He was a big Niners and Chiefs fan, so he would be uh, pretty fucking stoked for this day. If, which one do you? Which team do you think like he would have wanted to win? He 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 became way more of a Niners fan, but I don't know but that hometown allegiance. Hometown allegiance, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But that other voice you hear, it's none other, none other, none other than the slick black Cadillac, the man who's not currently wearing a snapback. He writes with the number two pencil, and he's number one in all of our hearts. It's Kyle with a K. How you doing, Kyle? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Brendan? I'm chilling, man. Hungover, as usual, Sunday. What was the best thing you ate last night? Uh oh my god! Uh, so they had this thing called Mad Toast. The restaurant's called Mad Dog on the Lower East Side, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the Mad Toast is a piece of uh grilled brioche bread mm-hmm. with a very, I wouldn't say generous slather of Japanese uh, potato salad. On top of that was uh, A5 Wagyu Tartare. On top of that was caviar and then shaved truffles over the top of it. It was one of the most like rich tasting pieces of food I've ever had. Sounds delicious. It was it was really good. Yeah. For I think it was 30 bucks for a uh, for about one <laughs> bite. So not worth yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So 
But, and you have uh, a good time at least. Yeah, it was. It's it's one of those things where it's more about the restaurant and it's the it's experience. run. Yeah, it's run by a Michelin star chef, mm-hmm. so it's like top to bottom, uh, um, clean professional. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the servers know what kind of wine you should get paired with every single and right. with every single thing we ordered they were like okay so which wine do you like wine. paired with dish this mm-hmm. dish and i was like bitch i'm buying one fucking beer and some tap water okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yo, do you actually have bug <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but uh ian what have you been up to anything you want to um i finished the godzilla series shin godzilla um so I, i'm done with camera i'm done with godzilla um naturally i've now moved Not on to Ultraman. So I'm watching the Ultraman franchise. I've watched the first two series, which is Ultra Q and Ultraman. I'm on Ultra Seven right now, and that's uh, why. That's damn. why when he asked for recommendations, I didn't even bother because I was like, he's not gonna like take any of our recommendations. Yeah, I, I was like, like, I mean, it's <laughs> it's a show. Like I can put that on the back and whatever. But um, I was like, I well, need... I'll say Friday the Thirteenth, you know, and then no response. I was like, I'm not even gonna bother. I was taking that. That was the only suggestion I got. Like I, I want, I need a new movie franchise. I'm surprised you're not doing the Mothra movies. Um, there's only like four, five of those. Okay, so I can knock, I can knock those out. Yeah, there you like go. A weekend. That's like a weekend. I was gonna say it's like a day for him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh god, but okay, all right, good. Yeah, that's that's about you. It. You keep that up, Kyle. What about you? <laughs> um, getting ready for vacation uh getting ready to move out um getting used to my schedule what's like a dream vacation for you guys like before you die where you want to go money's not an issue where are you guys going hmm. uh two week hiking trip uh to alaska or in alaska alaska is the most beautiful place i've been to in my life everywhere you look it's like a it's like a painting like it looks fake so your dream vacation is to a place you've already been? Yeah, 100%. Interesting. Why don't you just move there? All right, we're going to kill you now cause... Cause... <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's very isolated. And uh, the... also it's, it's like sunny for half of the year. Like the sun doesn't go down for half the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be then fine you get, if, you if get was... another half of nothing. Of nothing, <laughs> Uh, when I went there in the summer, it only looked like uh, morning. That's as dark as it got. It was like 9 a.m. It was pretty crazy. What about you, Bryn? Uh, You know, I, I kind of like Ian's idea, but if money's not an issue, I would like to visit um, every single national state park. Mm-hmm. And not just in America, but since money's not an issue mm-hmm. and I'm dying, uh, I'm also doing Canada. I'm doing parks in Scotland, Iceland. You know, I'm hitting every every park that I can. Just like every park. <laughs> because cool. there's so many, yeah, I can't yeah. die Maybe. before getting to all of them. So I'll never die because this is all hinging on dying for me now. Yeah, you're really focusing on the dying <laughs> aspect of the question. Yeah. <laughs> when in reality, it was just a vacation, but... That's cool, though. And no, you really like extended that, that vacation. I thought it was just like, oh, yeah. like a two-week thing or a one-month yeah, one trip kind you're of thing. Jackie, you're Jackie Chan traveling the world. I like I it. I didn't know what, it what like about a, you, though? 
I I have a way more like generic answer, which is I've always wanted to go to Japan. Like I just really want to go to Japan. It's it's the place I've always wanted, the biggest vacation. Um, but yeah, it's very doable. I'm gonna I want to try to visit Japan by next year at the latest. This year or next year, I want to go and do like a whole week of Japan. So that's. Start, I don't want to go to Alaska and uh, uh, go on a hike or whatever you said. I don't want to travel to every. Yeah, I'm good. I, I don't. Be... I hate hiking. So I had the I best hiking. experience. I love hiking. Oh, hiking is um, great. I want to change my answer to something more, Brendan. No, and, no, and no, you said it. I want ten years of vacation where I can just live in a different country every single year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did say money is not an issue, so. Uh, and I want a different house for every single country that I live in. As a matter of fact, I want to live in a different uh, city every single month. Just for variety. I find it wild how I use this as my de-stressor. <laughs> like, I just don't understand what I'm doing with myself. But, um, yeah. Well, that's cool. I like your what, about, what about you, Kyle? What is your recommendation? My, re- my recommendation? Yeah, for the week. Or what you would you go hype up your Hell's Divers? Your, your no, 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 I got nothing to hype up. Uh, I've just been playing games. Uh, almost done with Suicide Squad. At the end of that, been playing a lot of Hell Divers. Bought it yesterday. I've already put in like ten hours. Uh, but yeah, not just playing games. Just getting ready for the move and the vacation, really. So I haven't been really doing a whole lot. But nice. Nice, nice, nice. I watched Zombieland 2 for the first time. I still haven't seen it. Eh, you know, it's it's fine. I don't know how you guys feel about the first one. I, I really I really enjoyed the first one. I like the first one a lot. Um, so. This one feels like they were trying too hard to be bigger and better than the first one. Mm. And I don't think that was necessary. I would have just taken... I think what makes the first one work is the four main characters trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. In the second one, they make it into like a, a fucking it's a it's basically one big seek quest mm. and it's it just feels a little forced. It wasn't that's perfectly awful. said, yeah. 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 Have you seen I, it, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, I've seen both. Um and I agree with you completely. Bigger is not always better. Like uh, hence, the the and saw too, but yeah, like the 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 Luke Wilson, uh, Thomas Middleditch, Rosario Dawson bit, like yeah. that was that was my favorite part of the movie. I feel like that they they got so much positive feedback from the Bill Murray cameo in the first mm. movie that they just wanted to do like how can we top Bill Murray and let's try to throw in as many cameos as we can and let's try to make everything bigger and better and it it was fine. I agree with you. Um, I didn't hate the movie. It was enjoyable in a lot of parts, but. It just didn't have the charm of the first movie. It didn't have that, like, it didn't capture that, like, we're making a a a big movie, but it's like you know, kind of small, yeah. kind of thing, right? Exactly. It was, yeah. yeah. But Although, what did you think about the Bill Murray cameo in this one? I thought it was kind of badass. Any Bill Murray cameo, I'm gonna love. Yeah. I just love that. I just love that man. So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love how he ends it. I hate Mondays. I hate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's like good. Garfield. Yeah. Because his his character Garfield, uh, but we're not here to talk about about any of that, any of that stuff. We are here today to get back into our single, our our franchise deep dive. 
I don't know if we had a name for it. I think that's a good name for it. I'm surprised you didn't create a name for it. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't create a name for it, Brennan. <laughs> With your uh, wacky created creative names and all, you know. And Tober, I can never top that. So what's the point? I don't yeah. Fair. <laughs> uh but we are here today to talk about Saw 3. Uh but before we do that, let's get into some Saw 3 was the highly anticipated sequel to Saw 2, and the moment it became clear that the Saw franchise would be would be getting yearly franchise releases, this entry would shock audiences by killing off the series' lead antagonist, John Kramer, uh, forcing audiences to question how this franchise would continue. Like, <laughs> like Saw 2 when the first one came out, Saw 3 was greenlit immediately after the overwhelmingly successful opening weekend of Saw 2. Uh, this film was even nominated uh, as for a Saturn Award for Best Horror Film. Uh, director Darren Lynn Bowsman, James Wan, and Lee Winnell uh, initially had no plans to come back for Saw 3, but upon the news of producer Greg Hoffman's death, uh, they decided to come together for this one and dedicate this entire film to him, and even spawning the character Detective Hoffman in his namesake. Uh, unlike the previous two films, uh, there wasn't actually supposed to be a big twist for this film. Uh, thankfully, that idea was scrapped, and instead they leaned, they leaned heavily into uh, multiple twists, I would say, uh, even more frantic editing, and the montage of film clips from the franchise would th that the franchise would soon become known for. Production would start with a uh, few new mainstay characters like Lyric Bent as Riggs and Costas Mandalore as Hoffman. Um, as I said, a character named uh, in dedication to producer Greg Hoffman, uh, with a budget of ten million dollars, uh, with a budget of ten million dollars, double the over, <laughs> more than double the four million budget of Saw Two, um, they were off to the races. Only there was one issue: they lost the bathroom set. So what they were actually able to do, instead of having to remake the bathroom set from the first two films, uh, they asked permission from Paramount to borrow the bathroom set for scary movie four which was a uh, tile bunny it was a tile by tile remake of the bathroom set from salt which is amazing which has Shaq and uh dr phil yes yeah that's awesome <laughs> Uh, the MPAA forced seven rounds of edits for for Saw three uh for them to receive their r rating though in, uh interestingly enough uh, the majority of the edits were forced uh, because of emotional torture uh, due to uh, the show CSI becoming as graphic as it was. Uh, the MPAA actually became lax as a bit lax violence wise, but it was the emotional torture that they didn't like. Uh, during a test screening in the UK, an ambulance had to be called because five audience members fainted. Um, <laughs> like Terrifier 2. Yeah, right. Uh, Lionsgate even had the idea to create 1,000 special posters that had Tobin Bell's blood mixed in with the red ink. These posters were auctioned off and proceeds went to the American Red Cross. And this is the film that started the yearly Saul blood drive, which uh, I, I forget what it was called, but it, it still goes on today. That's cool. On a budget of 10 million, Saw 3 would bring in 164.9 million worldwide, which was one of Saul's highest grossing films, but... How do we feel about it? 
time time to put on our shotgun collar and see the, the initial transition that I had I was going to do this I was going to do the Saul theme but I'm not feeling it so let's let's put on our shotgun collars and take a circular saw to the neck and blow this shit um <laughs> Best one yet. I'm I'm literally that was, that was speechless. Painful. I'm that literally was speechless. <laughs> that was uh, cringy. That was <laughs> I struggled. I struggled through that whole one, through that whole fear fact. So we'll we'll try. No, but I appreciate no, 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 no. I appreciate I appreciate uh, the fear facts. There's a lot I didn't know in that fear uh, fact. Yeah. Uh okay. So uh, I will start this off real quick by saying there is one singular outside shot in this film, which for me makes it an amazing solve. A Brendan approved solve. A Brendan approved. I love well. it. Let's keep it going, baby. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Ian, can, can we take a guess on what the outside shot was? Oh yes, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. It's the one where it's outside, right? <laughs> which one? Uh, oh, is it the the flashback to the kid? Yes, yeah. Flashback yeah, to the in the park. Gotcha. Only one. Only one. So, yeah. so eight plus for you guys. And it's a flashback. It's not even like a I know. So it's not even like they're really it's not even real time. Even count. <laughs> it, doesn't count. it doesn't actually exist. It doesn't, doesn't take count. place in this movie. Yeah. So, so oh, shit. Brennan, but um Okay. Uh I'll I'll think on that one. I'll think on that. Uh Ian, I would like to start with you. Where did you watch it? Um I you you, you uh, we know that you own it already. Uh, and initial thoughts, but when was the first time you saw this movie, if you remember? I know I've asked you for the last two, so I, I wanted to ask on this one. Um, I cannot remember the first time I saw this movie. Um, it was probably in middle school or high school, but um, when we get to Saw 4, I do have, do have some nostalgia for that one. Okay. Um, I, I still have that stupid, terrible Blu-ray set, the, the 8 disc or not even eight discs it's just the eight film mm-hmm. uh blu-ray set from i think it's lionsgate um maybe warner brothers it's it's terrible and it's stupid and i hate it and it makes you want to downgrade to to dvd so bad um but my thoughts about this movie it's it's a little much definitely they're going for a little much uh, here, plot-wise, they're definitely fixing a lot of things, or they're they're like tying ends of the last movie while trying to set up the rest of the franchise um, by introducing uh, characters and um, just a lot's going on here. A lot is going on here. I can see how it would be a little confusing, um, but this is. I do think that this is probably like a like a keystone to the to the franchise it it is a very important film overall for the for the rest of the films um but jeff he is one of the worst people to ever play the game in my opinion and um i hate him why do you mean worst in his reactions to what's going on yeah why is he just like he's like character wise worst at solving puzzles worst at reaction time (laughs) worst at i understand that he's he lost his son he's going through a lot he's um i get that but holy shit 
the, um, the these are probably the easiest traps. These that's, are probably the easiest. That's traps. the point, though. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, that is the point. But yeah, God, it's 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 frustrating watching Jeff uh, go through these traps. Um, and uh, I think it's only three, right? Uh, it's the 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 first lady. I don't know her involvement in the in the case, but it's the the judge the, and then the it's the icicle the dude who killed his son. Uh, icicle judge, icicle judge, then uh, the, rack. the killer. So yeah, the killer. but then but besides that, there are like a bunch of other like mini traps as well, and Last a bunch time. of mini plot twists that are super funny, um, especially the ending, which is like. It gets a little ridiculous when when Jigsaw he thinks he's the man. He's all like, you know, this was this was actually your final test, Amanda. Jeff, I was your final test. It's it gets a little ridiculous. And um for that, I think it's more funny than it does annoy me. Um but I, I'll stop there. Uh, Kyle, I will respect your wishes. Um, I watched... No, 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 no. I'll go. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go. Okay. Because um, I, I think we know how you feel about it. So I kind of want you to cap it off, <laughs> okay. you know, with some some pleasant. Um, I have to disagree with Ian in almost every way. Uh, I think that this film is way better than Saw 2. So let me just, let me just start there. Jeez. I'll take it. I this, will take that. I, will I don't take that. think that this movie is really all over the place at all. I think it's a very focused Saw movie. Um, and I think the traps are probably the best in the entire series, obviously, so far. You know, between Saw 1, 2, and 3, the, the traps are the best. Um, I think... I really so the twist wasn't that convoluted or crazy. Yeah, it, I, it all ties together. It I I think that so I don't really know the importance of Jeff though, but um, I guess I liked how this was more about Amanda and her relapse and like you know that whole test part of it, right? Um, this was essentially Willy Wonka looking for somebody to take over his chocolate factory. And this yeah. was like, uh, Amanda's last test and she fucking blew it. She fucking blew it cause her emotions got in the way. And, uh, I liked that. And I liked how it was like focused on that. And Jeff was really just a byproduct of Amanda's test. And, uh, yeah, I'll stop there. Um, but I do like this. I do like this more than saw two for sure. Would you say that it's kind of like a, a jigsaw mm -hmm. kind of not knocking out two birds with one stone? Kind like, of. Like he gets to yeah. do a test for Jeff and a test for him. And he's like, I guess I can do a twofer. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting, too, because Jeff, he has this redemption arc in his own way, right? Mm -hmm. Like he goes through this whole story. I did not see this coming. Uh, this is the biggest plot twist I, of Saw 3. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you know, um, he has this like redemption arc about how you know the only thing he had to do was forgive, and mm -hmm. he he passed almost every test up until the very end. And uh, yeah, it was an it, it was an interesting story. We'll we'll get into it, but uh, okay. yeah, what did you think? Uh, oh, hold on, wait, 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 hold on, one more thing. So I saw this movie originally when I was in high school, and I completely dismissed it. I wrote it off, and mm -hmm. to, 
even to t- today, I don't really think it's great, but um, I did enjoy it more this time around than high school Kyle did. Um, this kind of ended my journey with the Saw franchise in my original kind of watch throughs. I, I stopped after this and I forgot a lot of the movie until I was rewatching it right now because I haven't seen it since high school. Um, but I will say that the ending of this one, <laughs> the ending of this one did make me want to watch Saw 4. So um, there's that. But yeah, no, I do own it. I own it in the same collection that Ian does. How can one describe cinema? <laughs> uh, no, I th- what I appreciate most about Saw 3 is how, uh, I think I mentioned when we discussed Saw 2, and correct me if I'm wrong, but how you can see the bones of what this franchise would become in Saw 2. And Saw 3 is really the first film of what this franchise is going yes i'm I'm sorry to immediately hijack this i think saw 2 was the perfect example of them trying to make it bigger and better and it just not paying off for me Mm -hmm. i think saw 2 is a complete fucking mess and i think saw 2 does almost a disservice you like this looks like a complete pivot in direction Mm -hmm. from what saw 2 was trying to take the franchise in um sorry sorry no, 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 that's okay. And I, I just and think that's, I think Saw, like, tonally, Saw 2 and Saw 3 are, they're so, so different tonally, yet they carry on the same legacy of editing and all that kind of stuff. Like, you still get the DNA of the original two Saw films, but tonally, this movie feels way more like one than two. And I, I and maybe you disagree with me on this, but... uh the thing that I said about the MPAA making cuts to the emotional torture of this film, this is a very emotional movie. Because I, I, and Kyle, you kind of hit it perfectly on the head. Amanda was the final test, and if she failed, he dies. Mm-hmm. And all of his life's work could possibly come to an end right here. Now we know it doesn't. <laughs> um, what, go ahead. I mean, I guess like... The reason I, I don't think that that's true is because I know, like, well, yeah, the rest you, of the franchise. You, yeah, you know what happens. So I but guess I, I can't really relate to what Kyle's going through right now when he, when uh, uh, seeing that Amanda is like such a pivotal role. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so how do you define cinema? Did I say that already? Um, <laughs> these movies uh, three. This, uh, I love how contained it is. Oh, oh, I, I remember where I was. Uh, and Kyle, you again, I, I don't mean to, to keep saying that you made a good point. Obviously, you made no, a good no, point. I, I, um, no, trust me, keep saying it. It's okay, but I, I, I like the point you raised where Saw 2 was them trying what they wanted this franchise to become, Saw 3 was them realizing the mistakes of Saw 2 100%. and what didn't make it work as well and creating the literal carbon copy that four, five, six, and seven are going to be. Um, the next the next four films are all just different iterations of Saw 3. And yeah, only seeing the first three, Saw 2, seems like a complete black sheep. Like, yes. Totally. I, I, yeah. It seems like a complete, like, almost... I know it's it, it serves its purpose in the timeline, but to me, just seeing the three 
two seems like a throwaway movie almost like a filler movie um okay so let's let's kind of talk about before we get into the traps before we kind of really get into the story uh there's one scene specifically that this film is i would say kind of infamous for uh, there's a, a very hysterical piece of IMDb trivia about this film about how the MPAA could not make cuts to this specific thing because it was 100% medically accurate, um, and that is the the mm. brain the brain surgery scene. Uh, Kyle, do you still want me to have Ian go first, or do you want to take this one? Oh, I don't care. Uh, thoughts did you did you remember the brain surgery scene 100 percent. i think this is that the the whole brain surgery thing the peeling of his scalp skin back and then the the bone like drill and that whole everything everything about the surgery is super memorable about this film when i think of saw three i think of that of, of this like exact um setup of the the, the surgery it is the the sounds that come from my my tv that are coming from john's head skull is head skull it <laughs> grinds my teeth <laughs> it grinds my teeth just like that saw grinds his freaking skull um it is fantastic though i do really like it it didn't need to be done but it like he didn't, it didn't need to show it, but it's it's cool that it does, and it kind of makes um, kind of makes this one. It, this shows a lot, actually. Like compared it, to the first it, film, like this goes balls to the wall. It shows people's uh, bones coming out of their skin. Um, yeah, this one is crazy. It also shows the guts with the with the first two traps, and it doesn't look bad. Which yeah. is the important part. Oh, and the, the doesn't look um, bad. trap as well. Yeah. I yeah. it's crazy to think that I haven't seen this movie in 18 years and I completely forgot about it. And then watching it now, like the skull mm. surgery scene, I was like, Oh, I I remember this. But like I was 18 year old Kyle in a theater, and I was like, but like as I was watching it right now, I was like, oh, I fucking remember this. So I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah, yeah. Like I know exactly where this is going, and how it's playing out. Um, it's probably the longest I've gone watching a movie and then like really critically like taking it apart. I haven't done that, mm-hmm. so it was an interesting watch for sure. Yeah, but did, I I I totally remember that. Yeah, did it. Uh... Is it an impact? Because this isn't a disturbing movie by by any any sense of the word. Like I don't think I don't. Think, I would definitely say it is yeah. in terms of like gore. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's not expecting that and situational disturbance. Like the fir- the whole first trap, I think, is very disturbing because it's unwinnable. It's unbeatable. The first trap. Oh, the the hoops. Uh, Troy. Uh, actually, okay. So that's where I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> Well, I think that's part of the the plot, right? Though is that her traps were unbeatable. The so her traps. Yes, yes. No, no. That no. Was that, that her trap? That's an Amanda trap. Interesting. I didn't but, think that was an Amanda trap. But if you see when um, Hoffman is at the scene and he's looking at the rings, mm-hmm. there is a giant inch gap on yeah. all of the rings. So all he had to do was twist them until he could pull the chain out. 
but the door was welded shut. Yeah. That, that is a fact. Well, yeah, I, I just thought that was the whole shtick, was that hers were unbeatable. But, yeah. Because yeah, the, the other one is, is detectful and doesn't want these people to relapse like she did and get Jigsaw's attention and all that. She wanted jigsaw firms for herself. Yeah. For herself. Yeah. She wanted to be his his like disciple almost. So okay, mm-hmm. so the film starts. Oh my god. The film's <laughs> you know, I'm just I I'm just what? glad we got Kyle back on board on the saw board. Wait, um, what's the problem? I don't I'm, understand. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. Wait, but wait, wait, why are you having <laughs> I, this emotional I, Amanda yeah, moment? I, 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 I don't understand what's happening. I, uh, I'm I'm very thrown off. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, okay, so the film starts with with Eric Matthews shouting, "I'll fucking kill you, you bitch, you bitch! I'll fucking kill you, you bitch!" Yeah. Um, I hope that's never taken out of context. Um, can we get that as a sound on Discord? Uh, I can try. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the film starts with Eric Matthews, and he himself finds himself stuck in the uh, in the trap that that the people from the first two films are stuck in. Detective Matthews. But he can't bring himself to cutting his own foot off, so he resorts to taking the uh, the lid of the toilet and smashing the bones in his foot to dust so my question for you gentlemen you are stuck in this predicament your foot is chained in the bathroom you have a saw and you have the Mm -hmm. lid of a toilet Mm -hmm. which one are you using i'm taking the saw and i'm slicing my throat (laughs) (laughs) game over um no i would lose i would probably i wouldn't think I wouldn't think to bash my foot in to is located, honestly. So if being in that situation, I don't know, man. I like I want to say I would outsmart it in some way and like think of bashing my foot in and dislocating my foot and all that or cutting. I don't even think I'd have the balls to cut my foot off, honestly. I think I'd probably die in there. I want to say this gives a little more unfortunate character development to uh Detective mm. Matthews. Giving Are him we the... speaking with the clarity of seeing the rest of the franchise right now or are we only talking about the first three uh i'm talking about from... I'm, ta- I'm not talking about eric matthews i'm talking you yourself yeah are okay. in the bathroom and jigsaw says you can cut your foot off or you Me. can smash it to pieces oh he so says what? that he says that well I'm, I'm smashing it that's easy that's an easy i get to keep my foot but your foot's you never going to be useful again yeah no they'll you'll get out and they'll amputate that shit 100 percent. oh yeah yeah no, there's no coming back from that yeah no they're not going to amputate it why would they amputate it it's there's like modern it, medicine unless it's like 2006 it's not fucking x-men you're not getting you're not getting adamantium bones you're not getting adamantium bones like you're crushing your bones to dust there's no crushing them to dust. <laughs> Literal to you're dust. You're probably gonna tear some ligaments for sure and crush a bone, but like you're not crush a bone. Okay, yeah, you're not like <laughs> breaking it, and you're not getting a freaking uh, alchemist bowl and crushing that shit into dust. Okay. Okay. So there's. Uh, I'm keeping my foot. I'm killing myself. There's. there's... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, as as Kyle mentioned, there are two tests in this game, but we only get five traps. In hindsight, it doesn't feel like much, but there is... Yeah. Question. If Kyle kills himself, does that mean that John loses the game? 
No, because Kyle's the one that's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so. he killed himself. Like everyone else doesn't die at like, all. Tries to actually go through the traps, but ends up dying. He, there's another route that Kyle takes. Okay, well, look, I mean, but the outcome is the same as if they failed the test. Yeah. So because if Kyle fails, he's just going to be in there until he starves to death. I, I die. True, but to John, that's not an emotional journey that he's expecting. He's expecting them to to actually suffer and and to play the I game. I don't think and, he's expecting them to suffer as much as he's expecting them to like overcome and <laughs> fucking. You know what I mean? So like, if I, choose, if, I just, if I just choose, if I just choose to get, which another thing, if we're on the same so. Okay, Okay, sorry. Actually, Brendan, what were you going to say go before ahead, go Ian? Ahead. Go ahead. Dude, Jigsaw also gates keep like he had a deal with therapy with uh with grief. Like having him burn all of his kids. Like he literally says, he's like, "You've held on to your son's toys for far longer than you should have." Who is he? Yeah. To, like, determine how long someone should grieve, right? Why is that a negative thing? Like, why is he using that against him? You know, I, and that, that's a great point. I think, I, I think Jigsaw should have focused more on accepting the grief and overcoming it. Because, yeah. Burning- I will say, though, to John's point, Jeff is um an alcohol ruining two other people's lives by doing uh, this Lynn's, ruin, Lynn's ruining her own life her i mean he's giving his daughter like more emotional damage than losing her brother like yeah. himself so you know not to play with his toys <laughs> sorry daddy i miss my brother too also his his american accent is pretty bad at times oh, dude i fucking love angus mcfadden Angus, do you, do you, Angus McFadden. Do you guys remember that, that one name. movie he's in with like the um yeah, the kung the the kung fu kangaroos? Kung fu kangaroos. Yeah, the, like the uh like the really bad nineties one. Yeah, what's it called? I can't believe you remember that. That is yeah, such I, a deep cut. Is insane. Have, um, I I think it's called um fuck. What is it called? Something. Hmm. My distinct memory with that movie is I went uh, one of the weekends I was visiting my dad in Philly. Every Friday night, we one of the good memories we have. We Warriors always, of Virtue. That's what it's yes. called. Yes. Oh, my yeah, God. Dude, that is such a deep cut. Holy <laughs> shit. I haven't thought about that movie in so long. Yeah, every, every Friday, we'd swing by Blockbuster and get one movie. And, oh, wow. and one day, that's the movie we got. And Because doesn't it start with the kids walking along the water pipe? I think so, yeah. Yeah, in the dude, water. It's been a minute yes. since I've seen that movie. Holy shit. I dude, I rented that movie too back in the day. That's insane. Bang. I it, that like it's an awful movie, I would assume. I kinda wanna watch it. I, I kinda want to Kyle, you see this? <sighs> Don't even get me started, bro. <laughs> uh okay. Oh so we have five traps in this movie. Um, as we've already mentioned, we have the hoop traps with Troy. Uh we have Detective Carrie in the uh in the rib tickler. As we can call it, the rib, um, the rib tickler. Uh, um, the McRib is back, guys. Did you call it that, or is that I, like I, the actual I, name? I called it that. Okay. Cool. Then, another question: Is it confirmed that that first trap is Amanda's? Yes. Why? Because that's the story that we're being told. This is Amanda's story. This mm. isn't Blank's story. Okay. Okay. Because it just seems a little it, it, suspicious that he's there and then he gives the quote 
Don't just shut the fuck up. Okay. I, I know who you're anything. talking about. You're probably talking about uh, what's his face, the other detective guy, right? Because I know he's in the other ones, and he looks bad. Like he, he does, looks like he an evil. evil. <laughs> like, dude, he looks evil. Like with his up. fucking shifty eyes and his constant whips. Like, yeah, I get you're a bad guy, dude. Like, and I've never seen the other ones. So, and he says all he had to do was all yes, was do the yeah. loops. Like that. That's why I assumed it was it was his trap. In 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 Riggs is like. What do you mean all he had to do? Yeah. yeah, and the reason why, without knowing any of the other saws, the reason why I was going with the Amanda thing was because it fits the MO of the twist at the end yeah. of it being. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I just assumed it was that. But I know that guy's in the other ones and stuff. But but Ian, what you're what you're thinking of is based on only two singular traps, and those traps aren't in, in this movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to it. Uh, the uh, Danica's trap, um, which we'll call the Alaskan pipeline. Um, uh, Wait, what? Which one is that? Uh, that she's uh, the one that's frozen. The death. Alaskan cool. pipeline. That shit was yeah. so fucking funny, dude. Like, he, there's one moment where he's grabbing her the key, and he looks back, and she's like, she looks completely normal. He turns away for literally half a second and then looks back and it looks like she got hit with Arnold Schwarzenegger's freeze gun from fucking Batman and Robin. And you're like, all right, dude, like instantly, like choosing case in jello. I was like, OK, yeah. um, all right. Uh, the the fourth trap is uh, the pig vat. Uh, funny story behind this one real quick is uh, the actor that was in the pig vat wasn't told really how it would be happening and so they basically tied him down there and started throwing all that goopy goopy shit on him which was uh it was a mixture of slime disinfected maggots and honey they used real maggots disinfected maggots what the fuck is yeah, that disinfected I, I don't i don't know but the real little, maggots put a little clorox on them you know give them yeah. a little clorox bath um and the the other trap is uh the raft the rack with Timothy. Uh, so we get five main traps. I'm not going to call the shotgun collar a trap. Uh, we, it's definitely a trap. It, it's more of a test. It's more based on the outcome of a test, though. Aren't all there's, there's traps there? Because no. her no. trap is she if she moves like 30 feet from him, then it blows. So okay, then like then then six uh, is Lynn Denlin's Doctor Lynn Denlin's uh, shotgun. I trap. didn't hear what he said. <laughs> it was a never mind. Uh, okay, so out of these six traps, oh, that was such a good one too. And you guys fucking missed it. <sighs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, out of these six traps, do you guys have a favorite? Um, yeah, it's the uh, Tim. Wait, is that the guy who uh, the Timothy killer? the rack Timote? Where each limb spins, mm-hmm. and then the end with with his head that spins. I mean, that's got that's pretty dope, dude. Like that's that's gnarly. And the bones c- coming out, like the sh- like it shows yeah. everything. It's it's really cool. I think Very like, like two and a half years ago, I wrote an article for Horror Obsessive about my top ten favorite saw traps, and I think this was my number two. It just feels like the most needlessly brutal out of yeah. It's because the one girl, like okay, being frozen to death would be terrible. Don't get me yeah, wrong. but you would lose feeling after a certain point. Exactly, so, uh, yeah. a pig vat. At some point, you would probably swallow enough and pass Oof. out. But like, I mean, it stinks. Like that you probably would throw up while that it's would like coming suck. on you. That would su- <laughs> that would suck. But like, there's no suffering necessarily. 
before the death, like yeah. a mental suffering, but like it, like it's not painful. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's the rack for me. That's the rib cage one. No, that's the the one that turns. That's, that's, oh, 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 that's the, the rib tickler. Gotcha. Mine is the rib tickler. Um, in terms of unbeatable traps, it is probably one of the most unbeatable. Um, but also, I just love the cinematography and the the imagery in it is so good um when she puts her arm she realizes that it's amanda and she she just throws in the towel reach uh, out her, moment. yeah she puts her arms up and then the the lighting that comes like it's it's so good it's so good it's it's like this green light that illuminates it's the saw light yeah it's the saw light and this um this movie does have that that like green and blue tint that mm-hmm. that the first one had i just love saw i'm telling you man yeah, salt, this brings salt it back too. this brings it back baby saw two introduces a bunch of characters well, no saw two is just yellow saw two is amazing and it introduces a bunch of characters plus it is along amanda's amanda's journey so i didn't expect to two side with Brennan on this one but yeah saw three is definitely better than saw two like it's not even a comp it's it's like it's, it's literally the trilogy not even a competition i could see the argument yeah i still like Do saw one no no i still like saw one more than saw three but it's close especially it's with close. especially with how much it connects to the first one it does that thing that i like or it almost like it amplifies the quality of the first one um, especially when it go- like it goes back and it shows you. I really like how it shows Jigsaw setting up the traps in this one because mm-hmm. yes. you've never really seen that to this point. It's just everybody wakes up, they're in a trap. That's it. But you, you kind of see the construction of things and how things are laid out, and I I like that. I like that. And, uh, actually, I, I think that kind of adds a lot to the emotional twist of the movie about finding out it's Amanda's traps when she because um, doesn't she like like she dumps Adam off of the cart and jigsaw's like he's a human yeah mm-hmm. yeah like and I, I like how you can you see this slow buildup of him just getting more and more pissed at her <laughs> um until it finally descends into this this uh final th- well he's just teaching her and it's it's his whole like program is 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 pretty much based on her like her outcome yeah but with the way he still treats the victims it kind of shows that jigsaw in he sees himself as like a better person mm-hmm. for doing it. Like he still treats them as humans, even though he's putting them in these inhumane yeah. situations. Like he's constantly contradicting himself. He's constantly like a hypocrite, but that's what psychopaths are, right? That's what exactly. are. When he was like, I despise murderers. I hate murder. Um, yeah. That one just, that one just gets me. That line just gets me. Because no one just wanders. No one's going to just trip into one of these saw traps by themselves. Oh, I'm just going to go into this uh, random warehouse and hook these um, gears up to myself. And <laughs> hopefully um, nothing bad will happen. No, no one does that. He does this and he's a true villain. And um, I like that. I, I, I feel I like that he contradicts himself. It just makes him more of a piece of shit. I feel bad saying this, but can we talk about how absolutely badass Amanda's self-harm kit is? Yeah. 
I like, can remember. That's what she sits on the bed, right? Yeah, like it's in that like leather bindle that's like it's like lined on the inside, and each little implement has like its own little spot. It's like it's it's like somebody taking out their grinder and their little rolls and all that stuff. You yeah. know, it's her little it's her little kit. Yeah, I, I feel really bad saying that, but it's kind of metal. Literally. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, I think we can get into our final thoughts and ratings unless there was anything else you guys wanted to talk about this film. I'm just interested to see where... I can't believe I, oh. that just came out of my mouth. I'm just interested to see where the series goes now because the I think this ended in a lot more intriguing way than the second movie. I didn't really care to continue after that. Um, but, but this one, I don't know. I'm curious, especially, with, especially yeah, happen. yeah, especially now with Jigsaw dead. I'm kind of curious. And he also did but something with with Amanda. She died, right? Or yes. she's supposed to die? Yes, well, she. I dead. don't know if she died. Okay. Um. So with Amanda dead, this. I mean, I'm just speaking from somebody who has not seen the franchise. So I'm thinking that he had to have been shepherding a few people. So um. She failed. It's it's literally Willy Wonka. That's what this franchise is. It's literally Willy Wonka. So, um, also, I don't know if you caught this, Kyle, but um, he did swallow a tape. Uh, yeah, he poured the candle wax on it, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it shows it in the end credits of this movie or anything, right? It's the I beginning of the. I didn't first movie. see him swallow it, but I, oh. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't show. Yeah, I don't think they show it till the fourth one. No, just kidding, then. He doesn't swallow anything. What tape? There's no tape. I was There's wondering no why tape. he was he was pouring the candle wax, though. Does candle wax not dissolve in stomach acid? Apparently not. I guess not. Interesting. And it, it must make it easier to swallow large objects. Yeah, like a gigantic <laughs> tape. Um. Yeah, how did he get the wax? Okay, it, it, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Fucking franchise. Um, all right, so uh, wait, uh, before we get into our final thoughts and review and rating, we are going to take a quick Ruminations of Red Rum official thick piss break. Please enjoy a word from other, from some from from some of these other shows on the Rumination Radio Network. Hey kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. And welcome back, folks. We hope you had a nice, thick, frothy... Um, IPA colored piss. I think that means you're probably uh, dehydrated or something. Definitely. I don't know because that's what mine looks like. Um, all right. So, Ian, we'll uh, start off with you. Final thoughts, your rating, and uh, give me your ranking of the first trilogy. Oh. Okay. Well, this is the third in the trilogy for me. Actually. Hmm. Let me look at the list real quick. Um, while I look at the list, I'll give you my review. But um, I think that this is a very saw. It's very sawian, right? <laughs> um, it's <laughs> it's got the it's got the got the editing. 
It's got the the saw trap. Got some great saw traps. It's got the the frustrating uh, uh, game participants. It has everything you want in a saw film if you're a saw fan. So I'm gonna give this a three and a half with a heart. And <laughs> Brennan, I... we won. He bumped it up. We won, Brennan. <laughs> I don't think I bumped it up. You gave it a three on Letterboxd. Yeah, there we go. We won. Game over. <laughs> game over. <laughs> game over. <laughs> Game over. Um, but my favorite is still uh, the second film because I just love Matthews. I love the heck of Matthews and I love, uh, um, yeah. Okay. Love the Three. situation as well. Um, it is a very di- different scenario, but um, this movie is still entertaining. It is more entertaining than I remembered on this last watch. So, um, Did you give it a heart? Yeah, I'll give it a heart. All these movies I'm giving hard, except for the fifth film. Spoilers. Kyle? This movie's better than Saw 2 in almost every way. Saw 2 is trash. It deserves to be thrown in the trash. In fact, when I do my future rewatches of the franchise, I'm just skipping Saw 2 because it doesn't need to be watched. Um, It does. It should have never been made. And let's continue. continue. But that being said, um, I think that the saw traps in this are the best in the series so far as somebody who's only seen saw one through three. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the contained, very concentrated story. I like that. It um, actually made me care about Amanda's arc. Um, I think the acting is probably the best surprisingly, which isn't saying much because the acting's pretty bad in all of them so far. Uh, but the acting is the best out of the three. And I don't know the way I'm talking about it. It's making me like, yeah. like it the most, yeah, it's gonna be a four. but, um, I'm going to give it, no, it's like a four. Are you kidding me? So he's not a four, but, uh, I'm going to give this movie a 3.5 and a heart. And I want to say that, uh, I liked it way more than I thought I did, but more importantly, Brendan, I know it may not be the rating that you were wanting me to give it, Mm-hmm. But just know that this is now going in an upward trajectory, okay? okay? So it is now... The sky's the limit, okay? I'm back in. This guy when is... you This could have counted me out. So, I, I, w- I was very nervous based on your messages this morning. <laughs> three and a half and a heart. I, hey, look, I call it like I see it. You do. It is a three and a half movie to me. But I, I'm uh, going to give it a heart. And what is your uh, ranking? Just say Saw 3, Saw 1, Saw 2. Wow. I think Saw 1 on rewatch is a little boring, if I'm being honest. That's it is. Fair. And uh, it's, I, I respect it. And uh, all that jazz, yada, 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 for what it stands for. It's important, blah, blah, blah. But I think this movie so far has kept me the most interested and... Uh, I think it does a lot of things better than the other two. So I'm going to place it as number one. Saw 3 is... I never thought I would say that. Saw 3 is now number one in my list. Okay. That's wild. Ian, what were you... Were you, you were looking yours up? Oh. Uh, saw... Two... Three... One. Damn, Brandon, you were because right. It sucks oh. because I like giving... <laughs> I like to give the first film the credit... Yeah, but, but like, but sometimes there's got to be a line drawn, right? It's like, it's just like the Godzilla situation. Like, it's a little boring, 
I understand what it did for the franchise. Yada, I don't understand yada, yada. what it did for the genre. Yada yada for yada. Horror genre. Yada yada yada. But yeah. Okay. You gotta uh, credit where it's credit's too. I am uh I uh, this is my all-time favorite Saw movie. Uh Kyle, I am so smitten that you enjoyed it. Uh, cause I thought that this uh, deep dive into a franchise was going to start to feel like more of a chore for you. I think later on in the I series, thought it was it, too, it honestly. Will. Uh, so I am very happily surprised. I, my number is going to skew our overall score very much. Uh, this is, it's an easy five, out, five out of five for me with, with a heart, uh, which brings <laughs> the official ruminations of red rum rating of Saul three to a four and a heart. Wild. Um, on my top 10, I actually moved it above Spiral. So it is now number seven. So just so you know, Brandon. Okay. I mean, I, I think most are above Spiral, if not all. Spiral gets a little too much hate, though. I, I think it's still... No, Spiral's, Spiral's good. It's just not Saw 3. Um, okay. It is... <laughs> It is just not Blade 2. <laughs> yes, exactly. It is time for the world's favorite podcast game. What's in the box? It's the game where my co-hosts must guess the letterbox average rating based on me reading the letterbox description of the film. If they guess within point three of the average rating, they will be awarded a point. A secondary point is possible if they are able to guess the decade the film was released in. And a third possible point is possible if they can guess the year. Letterbox is a movie database where users can log and rate the films they watch and follow like-minded cinephiles. Gentlemen, are you ready? See whatever. See whatever. <laughs> all right, all right, so I have to pull the list up. Um, okay. Number one. And there is a theme to all these. So if you guess the theme, you get a point. <laughs> Number one. Are you ready? Um, Did ready I ask that already? To play a game. I asked that already. Sorry. Um, tagline. For a Europe that dreams, a journalist from Eastern Europe, from an Eastern European country, arrives in Paris to start a tour of European capitals. His intention is to make a documentary about the European dream. Between fascination and difficulty of, of adaption. Adap Hip-hop. And difficulty of adaption, uh, Sergoy struggles to complete his project, and his expedition drives him to a devastating state of madness. I have no idea, no clue what this could even be. It could be like 70s, could be 2020s. Um, I'm gonna go 3.1. I, I was gonna say 3.1, I, I swear to god, I was. So I'll change it though. 3.2. 3 3.1. 3.2.9. 3 okay, Ian, you're two, you're 3.1. Kyle, yeah. what are you? 3.0. 3.0. Ian, lock in your wrong answer. Kyle, you <laughs> Ian gets one point. Ooh. This film is sitting at a astounding 3.4. Guess Damn. the title. The title. Guess the decade. Okay, yeah. So it could be 70s or 2020s. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to go 
Uh, can I get the first sentence again? No, no, no. Oh don't, God, don't, give it to me. don't give it to me. Give me 70s. Locking it in. Okay. Uh, 2000s. You are both incorrect. It is the 2013 film Descent into Darkness, My European Nightmare. Okay. I was close. Number two. Though, oh, I'm not going to say it has the title in it. The horror film Blank begins when a family suffers a flat tire on a barren stretch of road with only a dinner, with only a diner dotting the landscape. They meet Granny, the seemingly old nice woman who runs the establishment, but they soon find that she is the leader of a deranged clan. The family is slain with the exception of their teenage daughter, Tina, whom one of the sons in the family, Brian, a boy with an externalized brain much larger than his head takes romantic interest in. Soon a group of bikers show up, forcing the girl to figure out which group of crazies she should throw in with in order to stay alive. I'm going to go 2.6. Two 2.7. Fucking this guy. You both, you both get a point. It is two point nine. Damn, guess yes. the decade. The decade. Um, twenty. Twenty zeros. I'm going us. Twenty, 20 zeros. I'm gonna go eighties. <laughs> God damn it, Ian gets a point. Why do you say God damn it? Like you want him to lose? I mean, uh, Ian, you get the point. <laughs> No, I don't blame you. I don't want him to win anything either. Guess the year. He 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 doesn't deserve it. Give me two thousand and I think this is Legion. I think this is that movie Legion. I'm gonna go two thousand and six, probably. It is the two thousand and four film Skinned Deep. No. Cause I'm skinned too deep and I'm trying to Okay, I'm sorry. Um number three. Tagline, I warned you not to take a taxi tonight. A Japanese mm-hmm. giallo about a murderous driver roaming the street in search of prey. I want to watch it. A Japanese giallo. Kind of reminds me of... Uh, I'm going to go 3.3. 3. It's got to be 80s, I think. 70s is too obvious, right? Were I'm going to go... Guessing the... I know. I understand. I'm having a conversation. It's a, it's a podcast. We talk on it, you know? <laughs> I'm going to say 3.0. In Ian, you said 3.3. Kyle gets two points. Oh. It is a 3.0 on the dot. Let's wow, see if he wow, can get some more points on the board by but, guessing. But I still get a point. That's a good point. Yeah, but yeah, it's, not as, it cool. it's yeah. like, it's not as cool. It's cool. Uh, like, guess <laughs> the decade. Give me... You said Japanese. Damn. Mm-hmm. This would be a lot easier if it was Hong Kong. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> give me... Biggest roll eyes I've ever... Give me 80s. My life. Give me 80s. Literally stole my answer, 80s. You are both incorrect. It is a 2021 film, Maniac Driver. I'm looking mm. that up. Sounds cool. I already yeah. looked it up and added it. <laughs> All right. Fourth and final. Tagline, hell has no cruise control. 
Um, it sounds like a tagline of a movie I'd watch. It actually does not have a rating. I just realized that. Uh, so I'm going to go on to a different one. Um, you have the right to remain silent forever again. A supernatural maniac killer cop comes up with a Times Square serial killer. Teams up with a, with a Times Square serial killer. Jesus. Two point seven. Two point seven. It's either loved or hated. I don't know. I I don't think there's any in between in this one. Give me two point five. That's a good guess. Two point five. That is uh, Kyle. What'd you say? Two point two point seven. Uh, no points awarded. This is at in a, uh, again a surprising three point two. Yeah. Wow. Loved or hated. That's what I figured. Yeah. Guess the decade. Give me 80s. Yeah, it's 80s. It's Maniac Cop, like two or three. You both are incorrect. This is 90s. the 1990 film yeah. Maniac Cop 2. Mm, uh, the score is tied right now. Uh, so if anyone guesses uh, what the theme for these movies is, you win the game. There's a theme, even with the new movie you picked off the fly? Yes. Yeah, oh, wow. You had that in the back pocket, huh? Yeah. Um, I forgot the first movie. Yeah, I forgot the first movie, too. Uh, the movies were... Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Uh... Uh, Descent into Darkness, My European Nightmare, Skinned Deep, Maniac Driver, and Maniac Cop 2. They all... I'll let Kyle go first. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, I got... I, I, I don't know. They all have taxis in them. Uh, they are all on my watch list. Uh, so <laughs> oh man, why even add a uh, extra point for the end at that point? So because the game ended with a tie, and yeah. so Ian doesn't win. So that's a win in my book. I do win. I do get a point. I do. I mean, I do too. Yeah. No, I take that as win though. That being said, this has been another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum. The bone breaker on the ruminations radio network uh if you like what we're doing here please be sure to give us uh, a rating uh spotify apple podcast um amazon podcast wherever you listen please uh, greatly appreciate it we're on that road to 100 uh and we're we're close but we could use some more and it would be nice uh, you can also follow us on twitter of Red Rum, that is O-F Red Rum. Uh, from there, you can find our Discord where we are doing a, uh, uh, a what's a, a four-time yearly, not quarterly yearly. contest? A quarterly, thank you. We're doing a quarterly contest. Four-time yearly. Four-time yearly. <laughs> uh, a quarterly contest where you can win some very fun and cool prizes. Uh, you can recommend movies. You can do all that stuff. You can talk with us. We have some fun people over there. Uh, you can watch Kyle play Hell Divers too. No, you watch can. us play Hell Divers too. Is what you meant? Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> with us, 
as always. He's spooky. He's scary. Uh, below the belt, he's hairy. He is the ghost that haunts the halls of Area 42. Uh, it's the spooky guy. It's Ian with two E's. I got there. I'm trying to think of a way I can incorporate a uh, Lou Frigno reference, but I just I can't do it. So. Okay, and no shout out to Michael. And also with us, as always. Yeah. He's the man with the plan. <laughs> His favorite. Uh, he's the human rack. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it would work. Uh, man with the snapback. He drives a slick black Cadillac. Uh, writes with the number two pencil. He's number one in all of our hearts. It's Kyle with a K. It's crazy how like Ian's number one vacay spot is Alaska where Mike resides. And he just doesn't even acknowledge him anymore. Like he doesn't. He like threw him in the trash. Like what we should all do with Saw 2. Stay spooky, folks. Saw 2 is like my version of uh escape from la you know everyone hates it but i love it i'm the only one who loves it you know everyone doesn't hate it though because it's rated higher than saw three <laughs> good so that's not the same hell rap <laughs> <laughs>